You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Wrestling Takeover, episode 271. This is May 4th. May the hope be with you. I can't wait for OP1. I'm very excited for that. But either way, this is a wrestling podcast. Thank you guys for joining me right here on the number one most creative podcast in the entire IWC, the Wrestling Takeover. I'm your host, Jordan Turner. We got AEW Dynamite Man to get to, but before I do that, Let's get right into promoting the podcast. If you're new to the podcast and you're new to what I do, I do wrestling reviews as I am doing tonight. I do fantasy bookings. I cover the news and rumors. And I'm brutally honest with all my views and opinions. I'm brutally honest. We don't have a lot of people in the wrestling community that are honest. I'm one of those people. So if you love someone that is just honest, no matter if it's good or bad, you know, the person's always going to give you their honesty. And that's what I'm going to give you, no matter what. But creativity, listen, man, I'm one of the best in the community. You know, CM Punk mentioned on commentary that he's the best on commentary. He's the best in the ring. Nobody can touch him. When it comes to creativity, uh, you know, <laughs> just a little ego thing. I, I do feel like I'm one of the best in the community. Uh, no... No shame in that. I'm a no name, but it's all good. Um, shout out to Freddie Prince Jr., man. Freddie Prince Jr. is actually going to be starting a wrestling promotion within the next 18 months. And uh, I want to put my hat in there uh, from a creative writer's perspective. Uh, if that's a way to get my foot into the industry, I would love to do that. Shout out to Freddie Prince Jr., man. If you're listening, um, I would love to join you and your team from a creative writer's position so contact me let's talk let's talk man so shout out to freddie prince man that's great for the wrestling community and that's great for the overall business of professional wrestling so i wanted him to give him a shout out there discuss pw.com it's a pro wrestling site um we have articles opinion pieces that's what i do i cover wwe mainly over there um i will definitely putting up another opinion piece or power ranking this week so tune into that that is coming either tomorrow or friday on discusspw.com. if you're new to the podcast like i said i want to make this clear man i would love to get the new followers out there i'd love to get a new audience and like i said man we're we're going we're going we're one happy family over here man and we take over together we take over together, man. I just love the the passion that, you know, the wrestling community shows. You know, it's really cool. But if you're new to the podcast, check me out on Spotify. Check me out on Apple Podcasts. Check me out on iHeartRadio. And check me out on Google Play. AEW tonight, man. AEW was a really good show. AEW was fun. AEW was exciting. Uh, they put in some good things. And they're really hitting on all cylinders right now. Uh, they really are. I enjoyed myself. 
Um, I know a lot of people are complaining as usual in IWC. It's a usual thing. We always complain about every single thing, every single day when it comes to the world of pro wrestling. If it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. We always complain, but people are complaining continuously, talking about how AEW isn't using this person, they're using this person, whatever you want to call it, right? People are complaining. You know, they got to blow the roster, people say. Got to blow the roster. And Tony Khan's going to do whatever he's got to do. You're a fan. I'm a fan. Let's stay in our lane. Let's not critique Tony Khan in every single situation that he does. Does every decision that he makes, is it great? Yeah, majority of it is great. There's some things that he's done that are fucking ridiculous. But at the end of the day, this is his company. This isn't ours. So we got to support him, man. We got to support him. I just want to get that off my chest before I get right into AEW, man. Let's get it. So AEW Dynamite, full show results and analysis for May 4th, 2022. May the 4th be with you. So we kicked off with the Owen Hart Cup Foundation Tournament Qualifier. Jeff Hardy versus Bobby Fish. Um, this match was, how do I say this? This match was a little bit slow, a little bit sluggish. It was good. Don't get it twisted, please. Please relax. Okay. It was a pretty good match. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. I love him. You love him. We all love him. I'm not trying to dog him at all, but man, you know, the years, the hardships, everything, it's really taking a toll on him. And you can tell when you watch him in the ring, very slow, very methodical. That's fine. That's good. But in some instances in this match, man, was he slow. And I mean, like a snail slow. I cannot be the only one that has that opinion. Actually, in fact, I'm not because I actually had a lot of people reach out and kind of agree with what I, you know, tweeted out on Twitter during the show. You know, I love Jeff Hardy and I'm happy that he advanced and we are getting uh, Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy next. I can't wait. That's one of the biggest rematches I've been wanting in AEW and I'm very excited that we're going to get it. I'm pumped, and I can't wait for it. It should be great. It should be great. So, towards the end here, we see an avalanche Falcons arrow. Uh, we go to Jeff Hardy. He kicks out at two. Fish transitions that into a straight knee strike bar, but Hardy gets to the ropes. Uh, Fish then charges Hardy into the corner, but Hardy gets an elbow up, and he canals a whisper in the wind, and he goes for the swanton bomb. And that's when he gets the W. And uh, it, it was decent. It was decent, but man, it was sluggish from Jeff Hardy's behalf. You can kind of see that uh, Bobby Fish, especially when Jeff Hardy went to the top rope. And, you know, Jeff Hardy got caught. And this is when they were trying to go for the uh, Falcon Arrow, right? The spot on the Falcon Arrow. And Bobby Fish was kind of waiting for Jeff Hardy to kind of get up a little bit, kind of look up. You know, and it just looked a little sluggish. 
That's all. Uh, it was a great match. I liked it. But, again, it was a little sluggish on that part. But after the match, this is what I'm excited for. So we've seen the Young Bucks. They come strolling down to the ring. We get a Hardy Boys and Young Bucks uh, face-off. We get a face-off between these two me- uh, these two tag teams. Excuse me. And I'm, I'm thrilled with excitement. I'm very excited for this. They're teasing it. I pitched it on Twitter. I pitched it on the podcast. I know my podcast isn't a no-name at all. Uh, that's up to you guys to go out and support the podcast, man. Spread the word of the wrestling takeover on your Instagram, on your Twitter. And continue to always show me some love. I'd really appreciate that. And if you guys do, I'd always follow you guys on Instagram and Twitter. So if you guys can do that, you'll get a follow. But uh, either way, um, the Hardy Boys, Young Bucks, like I said, I pitched it on Twitter. I've been pitching it on the podcast during these AEW reviews. I originally pitched this to be for the AEW Tag Team titles. Now, um, I, we're not going to get that. I, I don't I don't think we're going to get that. Right? Um but if this can just be a dream match, tag team match, that's it. Who's the best tag team in this generation? Is it the Hardy Boys or is it the Young Bucks? That's all you got to do. That's all the way you got to sell it. And I think it could be a big deal. Let me know what you guys think of a potential Hardy Boys, Young Bucks match at double or nothing. Are you with it or not? I'm with it. I think it'd be great. Match number two, we got a six-man tag team match. Blackpool Combat Club, Willie Utah, Brian Danielson, and John Moxley versus AFO, Butcher Blade, and Angelico. I love the Combat Club. They're great. Brian Danielson is awesome. John Moxley's awesome. And Willie Utah. This guy is his star is shining bright in AEW. You feel me? And it's just a great thing to see. It's really great. Now, before we actually seen this match, we seen a video package of William Regal. And he was talking about what it means to be in the combat club, the Black Bull Combat Club, right? The BCC. Um, it was great. It was great, man. William Regal, one of the, the kings in the industry, a legend in the game. You know, when he talks, you listen. You shut your mouth and you listen to what this man says. The way he was just orchestrating his words, his rhythm, when it comes to describing, you know, what you have to do to get into the combat club, what you need to do to get accepted into the combat club, the BCC. That was great. That was great. Very enjoyable video package there by William Regal. Now, the BCC ultimately got the win. Towards the end of the match, we see Angelico attempts a low round uh, house kick, but hits Moxley with a Tenkai static uh, knee kick. I, I, I pronounced that correctly, right? I think I did. Okay. We see Moxley, he rebounds with the Lariat and tags in Danielson. Shotgun dropkick from Danielson and... He traps Angelico's wrist. Methodical Brian Danielson picking apart the body part. I love it. I really do. Uh, Butcher comes in, 
but Willie Utsa then grabs him. Same goes for Blade and Moxley. And so the BCC are pretty much in submissions with Butcher and Blade and Helico. It was great. Great spot there. And all three of them tagged, uh, tapped out. Excuse me. They all tapped out in the BCC. Got the win. The BCC need to be the new trios champions. We need a House of Black. Okay. Versus the BCC for the trios titles. Sooner rather than later. Tony Khan. I know you look at social media. I know you go out and listen to podcasts. Speaking of podcasts. Uh, you guys really got to go check out the Swerve podcast, the Swerve City podcast with the host Isaiah Swerve Scott as and his co-worker there. I uh, forgot his name, but um, they interviewed Tony Khan. They interviewed Tony Khan. You guys got to really go check it out. It was a great listen, and I really loved it. Now, they got the win. The BCC got the win. And like I said, we need the trios titles. We need to get the BCC versus the House of Black for those trios titles. I think that would be some great stuff. Really great stuff. We need those trios titles immediately. Next up, we've seen Tony is in the back with Team Taz. Before long, Jurassic Express are there. Jungle Boy accepts Team Taz challenge for the AEW tag team titles. Jungle Boy wants a shot at the FTW title. And Stark says he's got it. It looks like we are going to get this match possibly on Rampage. And if it is on Rampage, I'll probably check it out. Again, I don't really check out Rampage, really. I only check out Rampage if it's an important matchup, a dream match, or just a match that has a lot of importance. Or if we get a promo segment, you know, that is important as well. It's kind of the only way I check out Rampage. I'm just being honest with you guys. So... And I know I'm not alone on that either. Match number three, we had Wardlow versus MJF's mystery opponent. Mystery opponent, my ass. We all knew it was going to be W. Morrissey. Okay? Let's not bullshit around. We all knew it was going to be W. Morrissey, but listen. I watch Impact. I do. I know who W. Morrissey is. I watch his work in Impact. He's done amazing. He's done amazing. He looks great. He looks in shape. You know, he looks like he's having fun. And he got a great reaction when he came out. Now, we all knew Wardlow was going to win here. I mean, come on. You know, you got to continue to build up Wardlow. Wardlow is going to be one of the pieces, the centerpieces of AEW in the near future. He's going to be... Just a diamond in the rough is Wardlow. And I see it. I feel it. I sense it every single time this man's on TV. And Wardlow's over. He is really over with the crowd, and it's great to see. So shout out to Wardlow. These two men, I wish they went a little bit longer, but, you know, got to cut time. You feel me? But at the end of the day, these two had a decent match for the time that they were given. So we see back in the ring, we see Morrissey runs Wardlow uh, to the ropes and hits a huge, uh, he hits a huge boss man, right? Boss man slam. There you go. It's in my notes uh, for a two count. Morrissey sets Wardlow on the top rope, but Wardlow fights him off. After that, we've seen Wardlow stands up the top rope and he does a 
moonsault. He does a moonsault. Charlotte Flair. Sweetheart. You, you have to take lessons from a lot of people to do a proper moonsault. I'm going to add Wardlow's name on that list. You need to contact Wardlow. Get Wardlow's number from Andrade El Idolo. And you and Wardlow need to go do proper moonsaults. Wardlow needs to show you how to do a proper moonsault. I'm just saying. Shout out to Charlotte Flair, man. She's great. I'm always giving her flowers, but in terms of being the greatest, I, I don't think she's the greatest. But this is an AEW review. I'm going to continue covering AEW. We've seen that awesome moonsault from Wardlow. After that, we've seen Morrissey hits Wardlow on the top. And then that's when the moonsault came. Powerbomb by Wardlow. He only did it one time. He did the powerbomb one time and that got the job done. I loved it. But then again, I, I'm just saying to myself, you know, Morrissey really is something special. He can be something special in this business. I get that he needed to lose and he was going to lose. Don't get it twisted. He was going to lose. But I think he could be a big star in this business. I really could. So shout out to Morrissey, man. Continue to grind. Continue to, to hustle and continue to put out good work. Continue to put out good work, man. So, we see Wardlow destroys all of MJF security. 20 plus guys and Wardlow stands tall. One guy left in the room and Wardlow hits an incredible uh, powerbomb to the outside. And we see the rest of the crew obviously are shook. They're shocked. And it was cool to see. Wardlow's a beast. Wardlow's a diamond in the rough. And shout again. Shout out to Wardlow. Tony Schiavone's in the back with Britt Baker. Love Britt Baker. Love Jamie Hayter. Love Tony Storm and love Ruby Soho. Four women I love. Uh, Britt Baker says the history books are littered with Dr. Britt Baker DMD. Crowd chanted DMD. Gotta love it. Ruby Soho can't wait to get her hands on either one of them. As per Britt has a receipt coming. I love when wrestlers use those quick pro wrestling terminology words like receipt. I loved it. I thought that was great. Great promo by, you know, Britt Baker and all the rest of the women. This is going to be great, and I can't wait to see this match. Back from break, we see Tony Schiavone is in the ring as we welcome the AEW World Champion, Adam Hangman Page, to the ring. It would be easy for Page to say that how he knew he loves and respects Punk and how he looks forward to standing across from Punk at double or nothing. That's not going to happen. However, at double or nothing, there will be no handshake. There will be no uh, misogynistic Bret Hart tribute match. Yeah, that was a yeesh. That sounded like a heel move there. A heel move. And a lot of people in IWC pretty much have the same opinion as I do. Uh, that kind of felt hillish. That really did. Um, so the crowd chants CM Punk. Page singles out a fan in the crowd wearing a punk shirt and says when double or nothing is over, that fan will be burning his shirt and asking for a refund. Another heel move tactic there. Punk isn't here tonight. And if he were a betting man, he'd say Punk is off filming another TV show, which he actually is. Uh, Page says he's going to embarrass Punk. Punk wanted a fight. Punk's got one. That's the promo. 
I mean, this was great. This was great. And again, uh, heel tendencies. Heel tendencies from Mr. Adam Page. Mr. Adam Page. They're going to put on a banger. They, they really are. They're going to put on a great match. Does Adam Page win here? I don't know, man. That's tough. That's tough. You know, we need a winner and a loser. We need a winner or a loser here. So that's difficult. Does Punk win and we build towards Punk and MJF 1v1 for the AEW title? And that's when MJF beats CM Punk? That's possible. What about Adam Page getting another win over a big superstar in AEW like CM Punk? Uh, you know, pursuits his resume. He's beaten Danielson. He's beaten Omega. He's beaten Moxley. He's beaten uh, this person. He's beaten that person. He beat Cole. And then he's going to beat CM Punk? That's, gonna, that's massive, in my opinion. I think that's great. We'll see what happens. Um, it could go either way. It's really a toss-up. Uh, people are saying, oh, CM Punk needs to win. Oh, Adam Page needs to win. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a toss-up. You're not wrong with your opinion. If you think Punk needs to win, he does need to win. Or does he? Now, Adam Page, he needs to win. He needs to win. Um, my opinion is I think CM Punk should win. Um, but if Adam Page wins, I'm not going to be upset. Like, I'm not going to be mad. It's just pro wrestling. Remember that. It's just pro wrestling. If Adam Page does beat CM Punk, he's losing that title to MJF. If CM Punk wins, they're going to wait for the match with MJF, right? Wait for the right time to do it, right location. And then that is when MJF is going to beat CM Punk. We'll see what happens. Match number four, we got Chris Jericho versus Santana. This was solid. This was actually a solid match, man. We're going to take it to the middle of the match here. So we see Santana. He fights to get the rope. And he does. He gets the rope. Inside cradle by Santana for a two count. Santana and Jericho now trade heavy chops in the center of the ring. Crowd going crazy for it. Jericho looks for the O'Connor uh, roll-up. Have you ever seen a roll-collar O'Connor uh, roll-up pin? Have you guys seen that in quite some time? I really haven't. So when I seen it, I was like, oh, I haven't seen that in a minute. He does the roll-up, uh, but Santana holds back, and he does a backward roll-up into a cutter. That was nice. When a cutter is done correctly, it's perfect. It's not the RKO, but uh, when it's done right, it's done right. So after that, we see the cutter there. Uh, and Helico... Grabs the bat at ringside, but Ortiz gets his hands on it and takes Angelico and Garcia out. Inside the ring, discuss Lariat by Santana. Crazy spot there. We get a two count. Cannonball sent on in the corner by Santana. Santana going all over the place here. I love Santana. I'm more of a fan of Santana than Ortiz, but I am a fan ultimately of LAX. I want to see LAX in the tag team division. You need to cut the bullshit with 
you know, this thing with Jericho, it's, I'm over it. This is Eddie Kingston. This is Chris Jericho's feud. I need LAX. I need Santana. And I need Ortiz in the tag team division going after those tag team titles. Period. So, it's my little rant. Outside of that, we get near to the match. And we see Matt Morrow jumps up at ringside to get Aubrey Edwards' attention. And that allows Jericho to hit the low blow on Santana. Judas Effect. And he steals the win. Chris Jericho gets the win. Uh, the Jericho Preaching Society attacks Ortiz and Santana after the bell in the crowd chants for Eddie Kingston. Kingston is not here tonight as per Jericho burned him on last week's show. Jericho takes Floyd the bat to Ortiz's face as the Jericho Society stands tall. This was pretty good. This was good. This was solid. Again, uh, we're going to see Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. We need a hardcore match, last man standing match, false count anywhere. We got to get one of those matches at double or nothing if they're going to continue to build towards this match, which I think they are, with Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho. That's my fantasy book in there. The Varsity Blondes are in the ring, and Brian Pillman Jr. says that he's humbled. He's a humble young man. Pillman was humbled by the House of Black. The positioning of the mind of Julia Hart. Pillman wants to quote the best friend of his late father, John Harbert, who happens to be in the crowd. John Harbert is the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens. Um, that attack quote each day with a litizen unknown to mankind. Pillman is feeling enthusiastic tonight, and he wants to fight the House of Black. No, you don't. No, you don't. You want to fight the House of Black? Brother, good, good luck to you, man. You an idiot. You an idiot. But the lights went out. The House of Black is here in the middle of the ring. The varsity belongs are surrounded. Griffin Pillman are protecting Julia Hart, but that won't last. Matthews Lauren darts Pillman into Garson in the corner. Black stalks Julia Hart in the corner, but Brody King hands her the chair. After that, uh, Matthews is coaching her to use the chair on Griff Garrison, but she can't do it. Black is heated, and he rips the eye patch off Hart and berates her, disrespects her, puts her down. After that, the Death Triangle are here to make the save, and the House of Black think better of it as they leave. They dip. Yeah, we need to get the Triangle, Death Triangle, and the House of Black for the trios titles. Tony Khan. Please do it. Please. So we see Phoenix. He stands in the ring. As we are about to get another for another match. Owen Hart Cup tournament qualifier. Ray Phoenix. And Dante Martin. This was really good. <laughs> this was really good. This was really good. This was fun. Pro wrestling at its finest. Uh, Phoenix got the win. At the end of the day. Uh, so. We've seen, let's get right into the end of the match here. We see a poison runner by Martin. Martin looking for the double stomp moonsault that he calls the nosedive, but Phoenix ducks. Phoenix picks up Martin for a reversal superplex, hooks the head, delivers some knee strikes. I love the knee strikes, and I love the combination strikes. I really do. They're really cool. So after the knee strikes, he hits a sit out 
uh, Rikishi driver for the one, two, three. Phoenix gets the dub. That's pretty much it. He advances. So the brackets are set. As side one is Phoenix versus O'Reilly. Samoa Joe versus Joker. The Joker. Remember the Joker movie? The Joker is facing Samoa Joe. This is going to be crazy. One of the best AEW matches of all time. Of all time. Joker versus Samoa Joe. Are you ready for that? I'm ready for that. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, now, Ferrero, who's the Joker? I see Twitter going crazy. Twitter going crazy. Who's Joker? Who's Joker? Oh my God, this person, this person. Who's Joker? I got three names, and the fourth one is some bullshit. I don't see it happening, but fantasy booking on the fourth person. The first person that I could see being the Joker is Miro. I could see Miro, the god, the king, Miro, King Miro, coming back. I miss Miro. I miss Miro real badly. CJ Perry, you need to come in, sweetheart, and you need to side with Miro. That's a world championship act right there, period. Miro versus Samoa Joe. Let me go get my money real quick. I'll be back. So, Miro versus Samoa Joe. How about Samoa Joe versus Cesaro? Samoa Joe versus Cesaro. It's been well documented. I'm not a big fan of Cesaro. I get the appeal of Cesaro. I get it. But I'm not a big fan of Cesaro. Cesaro is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Don't get it twisted, okay? He's one of the best wrestlers on the planet. I just don't get the appeal of Cesaro. Outside of that, you know, I would love to see Cesaro versus Samoa Joe. I think that'd be crazy in the first round. The other person, you know, he could appear anytime. He could appear anytime. What do we call him? What's his, what's his nickname? Takeover? Try to call my podcast the Wrestling Takeover. He calls himself Johnny Takeover. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. Versus Samoa Joe. <laughs> Samoa Joe versus Johnny Gargano in an AEW ring. <laughs> what times, man? What times that'd be? That'd be crazy. Right? Crazy. So, I see it being Miro, Johnny Gargano, or Cesaro. Well, Jordan, who's the fourth person? Again, this isn't happening. I miss Bray Wyatt. I miss Bray Wyatt so much. I miss The Fiend so much. I miss him. Okay? Fanboy, I don't give a shit. I don't care. I love Bray Wyatt. I love his creativity. I love everything about him. Can you picture Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda versus Samoa Joe? Woo. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. But at the end of the day, what I think is going to happen is I think it's going to be Johnny Gargano, Miro, or Cesaro 
versus Samoa Joe. Not going to complain. If it's either one of those three, not going to complain. The fuck? You won't hear a complaint out of me. So that's going to happen on side one. Side B, we got Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen and Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood. Darby Allen needs to win that, and Adam Cole needs to win that. Depending on who the person is for Samoa Joe, I'm going with Samoa Joe. And for Phoenix and Kyle O'Reilly, I think Kyle O'Reilly's going to win. Because we're going to get that story with Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. But here, here's the thing. Side A is Phoenix versus Kyle O'Reilly. They're going to face the winner of Samoa Joe versus the Joker. And then side B, we have Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy. And then we've got Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood. The finals are going to be Adam Cole versus either, either Johnny Gargano, who's going to be the Joker, that's my prediction, or Kyle O'Reilly. He's familiar with both men. Who would I take? I'm taking Johnny Gargano, man. I'm taking Johnny Gargano. Come on, man. Come on, man. I think that'd be great. I think that's going to be the finals. That's my prediction. I think the finals are going to be Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. Take my fucking money. Next up, man, we have Thunder Rosa has a story to tell, and she is the undisputed women's world champion. Rosa has fought hard to win and defend the title, even though she really hasn't defended a lot. I love Thunder Rosa. Shout out to Thunder Rosa. I love you. Shout out to you favoring my tweet earlier today. And shout out to you following me on Twitter. I'm a big fan of your work. Been a big fan of you since your Lucha Underground days. And Cobra Moon. Y'all don't know that because most of you probably don't even know what the fuck Lucha Underground is. And probably some of you just lost interest in it when the show first began. But shout out to Thunder Rosa. She is the undisputed women's champion. Rosa has fought hard to win the title and defend it. Thunder Rosa just wanted to elevate the women's division. She came to the company. And she's now a part of the backbone of the promotion. Thunder Rosa is a top-tier competitor in this division. Before Thunder Rosa was Thunder Rosa, she drove the uh, coastlines of California for hours upon hours to watch one wrestler and the one wrestler only. And that woman is the current number one contender, Serena D. Deeb says it's been a long time, and she's watched Rosa scratch and claw her way to the top. And she respects her. This pretty much lead to Serena Deed versus Thunder Rosa. I knew it. We all knew it in the community. We all knew that this had to happen. But I'm going to finish up here. So Deep says, in order for that to happen, the best wrestler has to be the champion. Deep says, title suggests Rosa is the best. But everyone knows Deep is in a class of her own. And she's on another level. Deep tells Rosa at double or nothing, she's taking her title. This was fucking awesome. This was great. I can't wait. I'm really excited. This is going to be one of the best matches on Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing. Woo! Double or Nothing looking nice. It's looking nice. Especially with the projection of matches that are going to happen. Woo! Watch out for Double or Nothing being the, the best wrestling show of the year. Main event. This was for the undisputed 
Ring of Honor Women's World Championship. Deanna Perrazzo, the champion, versus Mercedes Martinez, the champion. I wish this match went a little bit longer. Uh, that's one little negative. I wish this match went a little bit longer. But outside of that, this was good. This was fun. This was very exciting. I'm pretty surprised with the outcome, but I'm not really surprised. Because, again, Mercedes Martinez is an AEW. She's an AEW. Deanna Perrazzo is not an AEW. Speaking of Deanna Perrazzo, you know, I love Sasha Banks. I love Bianca Belair. I love Rhea Ripley. I respect Charlotte Flair. I love Becky Lynch. Not this version of Becky Lynch, but I respect Becky Lynch. Um, we got Britt Baker. We got Thunder Rosa. We got Serena Deed. We got a Carl Sheeta. We got Tony Storm. We got uh, Jamie Hayter. Britt Baker, DMD. Uh, we got some other women in the women's division. Jordan Grace. Um, Tasha Steeles. A lot of great women in women's wrestling right now killing it. What is up with people not putting respect on Deanna Prazo's name? What's up with that? Why aren't people putting respect on Deanna Prazo's name? You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm putting Deanna Prazo up there with Sasha Banks. With, I forgot to mention, even Athena, Ember Moon, one of the best in this world. Um, Deanna Prazo is in that category. She's in that group. Rather you like it or not. Period. Oh, but she's an impact. Nobody watches impact. You might not watch impact, but there are people that watch impact. Put respect on her name. Deanna Prazo is one of the best women's wrestlers on the planet. Bar none in this business. Shout out to Deanna Prazo. She did the deed here. And she's just given. She's given, man. She lost the title. She lost the Ring of Honor title. I would love to see. Deanna Peraza looked at home in this match. She looked at home in the division. AW needs women like a Deanna Peraza. Mercedes Martinez. I'm not a big fan of Mercedes Martinez, but Mercedes Martinez is good. I'm going to put respect on her name. I'm going to give her her flowers as well. So I gave Deanna Prazo her flowers. I'm going to give Mercedes Martinez her flowers as well. Okay. Uh, both women have great chemistry. I would love to see another match, but I would love to see this match. The second match, if it happens, ever happens. Um, I would love to see it go a little bit more longer. It was the main event. It felt like a big deal. This was a title versus title match. One champion. This needed to be the main event. So shout out to Tony Khan for making that happen. Deanna Peraza lost. It's no biggie. It's no problem. Um, and this week of AEW had some good segments. They had some good matches. AEW is hitting on all cylinders. We are starting the, or we are going to start the women's and men's tournament very soon for the Own Heart Cup uh, Foundation tournament coming up soon. It's going to be great. Serena Deed uh, versus Thunder Rosa was official tonight. For double or nothing. I can't wait for that. I really can't wait for that. The Young Bucks and the Hardy Boys was teased. I'm hoping Tony Khan books that for double or nothing. Just have those tag teams 
go out there and just see who the best tag team is of this generation. Hardy Boys or Young Bucks. Let's do it. Uh, MJF and Wardlow. It's going to happen. I can't wait for it. I'm very excited. We have Adam Page versus CM Punk. Let's do it. Let's do it. And there's other going to be more matches that are going to happen, obviously, leading up to Double or Nothing. Some of these matches that are going to be in the Owen Hart Cup Foundation Tournament for the men and women, I do see taking place, building up towards Double or Nothing. So overall, tonight's Dynamite was great. Um, out of 10, I'll give it a 7. I'll give it a 7 out of 10 tonight for Dynamite. I really enjoyed it. Fun night of pro wrestling on Wednesday nights. Um, they do hit and miss sometimes, but majority of it is uh, hitting for AEW. They're hitting on all cylinders. I'm very excited for Double or Nothing. How about you guys? You guys are excited for Dynamite. What do you guys think of AEW? The direction of AEW, the storylines of AEW, the characters of AEW. Let me know what you guys think. Continue to support the wrestling takeover on all major podcast streaming platforms. Follow me on Twitter at JT Takeover and follow the podcast on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. That is where you guys should be really following me because I know a lot of people don't have Twitter. Majority of people have Instagram. Shout out to everybody on Instagram. Shout out to the family over there that is following me. I appreciate each and every one of you. Also, if you guys want to go uh, leave a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, speaking of Apple Podcasts, if you guys can also leave a short review on the podcast for each and every episode, I would really appreciate it, even if it's good or bad. Um, even if it's one rating or two or three, whatever you want to call it, if you guys can at least leave me a rating for each and every episode on Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate that. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for the continued love and support. And I'll be right here back up next time on a brand new episode of The Wrestling Takeover. I'm your host, Jordan Turner. You guys have a good night.